Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. I hope all is well with you and yours where you are. Um, I pray that today will be a new day for each and every one of us where we may be. I pray that the power and the presence of God will be strong upon our lives, upon our hearts, upon our souls upon our spirits and that God himself will manifest his glory in our lives and give us a reason to sing a new song in praise and glory unto his name and that out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water and that God will cause us to drink at the fountains of youth and the fountains of life and the fountains of his grace and of his mercy and we will be filled with his power, we will be filled with his glory and we will return it back to him in the name of Jesus, all to his glory. So the title of today's episode is Give Him Glory. And you can see that glory featured a lot in that prayer. So it's very much in the spirit of today and the season. And this is something that has come to my consciousness a lot more in my later, in you know, recent times than before. And I think I have mentioned it in previous podcasts where, you know, I, I talk about, you know, giving God the glory. But I, I felt it was necessary to muse on this because I have just come out of a week where, you know, I I had some very successful professional sessions which generated a lot of interest and I've received a lot of good feedback and I know the journey that God has taken me through even to get to this point. And it's very easy because it is my profession and I'm doing my skills for when the feedback to, to be coming, you, you know, almost it may get to a point where you start just saying oh thank you thank you and just receiving it rather than returning the glory back to god and there's only one way to return the glory is to say it is i give god the glory it is god it is god to return it back as it is coming and i think i just felt to myself that was the way i felt that in fact a song came to me this morning the song that you know we used to sing back in the day it says give god the glory give god the glory Give God the glory, and he will give you the victory. So, and that is, I think, a very, very apt verse. And let's just go into the scriptures that talk about what it means to give God the glory and why it is important. So let's get right into it. Give him glory. So my headline scripture is Revelations 14 verse 7, my favorite book, Revelation. There was a time I used to spend so much time in the book of Revelations, even though I still don't understand a lot, but it's a fascinating book. So um, this was Revelations, and I think it was at the time when the judgment of the seven angels started. And this verse, I'm going to read verse 7, was um, the second angel, I believe, which was flying in heaven. And I think it's the angel that was that um, was given the gospel to go Um, to all the nations and you know and he was the bible records that he was flying in heaven and he said with a loud voice fear god and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come worship him who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and the springs of the water so he was talking to the people of the earth and he was saying fear god and give him glory and you know while researching and musing on these scriptures this morning i found so many verses in fact the theme of Beyond, there were two themes I could see. I could see the give God glory. Then I could see the 
glorify the Lord and the glorify the Lord was if both were so many and I said to myself maybe I need to do a glorify the Lord musing on a separate date you know in fact this could easily be a two or three or four part series but I will only do that if I get the leading of the Lord to do so but today this is about giving him glory and it's a bit different from glorify the Lord is the same but the angle I'm going to take this now is you know you can glorify the Lord with your lifestyle we'll, we'll talk about that in a separate episode but today is about giving God the glory so when glory comes to you as a human being for something that you have done in the physical body what does God expect you to do with that glory so that is really what this give him glory is about and like I said I myself am in it I think I caught myself I did say give him I, I returned the glory to God in a couple of things but I think uh, reflecting this morning there one or two times I failed to have returned it back to him and it's a very spiritual well let's just get into the scriptures but because there's a very very good reason why one needs to be very careful about attracting to yourself retaining and receiving the glory that you should have returned to god it doesn't honestly and i'm talking to myself here shall i that is a red line we must you must not cross so um isaiah 42 verse 12 um this is um, Isaiah speaking by inspiration. He says, let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. So this, you see all this through Psalms. There's just so many of give God the glory, give God the glory. Um, I, let's go to, I, I took a lot of scriptures from New Testament because I think it's important for us to see what Jesus and his apostles said about this. So in John 17 verse 5, this is Jesus giving his valedictory speech before he was living, when he was living. And he was talking to God. I I love that prayer of John 17 because it really shows how Jesus' heart was as he was living. It was such a heartfelt prayer. I don't think there was any other prayer recorded in the entire Gospels that was as heartfelt as John 17. He really prayed the prayer of a departed man as in... (laughs) He, oh Lord, he prayed. He prayed for the church. He prayed for those of us that will hear, that will come. He prayed for the, the ones that were present with him, the ones that will come. He prayed for the work. He prayed for the, everything. And in verse 5, he says, he told God, he said, I have brought you glory on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. So now glorify me with your presence, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. There's only one thing I can get from this verse, which is that this glory is very important to God the Father. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Because this is Jesus now, who is our Lord and our Master, telling his Father, he said, look, now I have brought you glory on this earth by completing the work that you, God the Father, gave me, God the Son, to do. Now that I have brought glory to you, now you do your own part and glorify me in your presence with the glory that I had with you before the world began. In fact, I can't even I can't explain this this first word that, but it just says that within that space where God is, His glory is a very important part. And when something He releases that glory to you in a way to do the work that He has given you to do the assignment, you better return it back, because even between God the Father and God the Son, they had that understanding. You glorify me, I glorify you. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't want to add to that scripture, but please read it. So give him glory is a thing that God himself honors. God honored it. with Jesus honored it with God and God honored it back. Which is why God now gave Jesus, when he returned back into the right hand, he gave him a name which is above every other name. So God did restore that glory back and gave him even more again. 
like I said, I can't explain it fully. I don't want to go out of the bounds of what he's saying. But read John 17, 5. God, Jesus said, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave to me. Now glorify me in your presence. And in John 14, 13, um, Jesus now said to the disciples as well, he said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So, like I said, there's the glorified in the Lord theme, and then there's the give him glory theme. So, that glorified in the Lord theme, I won't speak too much to it here, but I've just um, added a few scriptures there, just so that we understand that glorified, the fact that God expects that we should be glorified in our lives. But now, let's really dig into the give him glory piece, when glory comes to you, and what you should do with it. Now, in Romans 4.20, um, the Bible tells us that Abraham... Um, with with respect to the promise of God, Abraham did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith by giving glory to God. Can you imagine? So Abraham, we knew when he started following God, God told him, change your name from Abraham to Abraham. He then became very rich and very wealthy. So very truly, there may have been a lot of things that would have happened to him whereby he could have become exalted in his heart. But Bible says that he grew strong in his faith towards God's promise by giving glory to God. So even when he had not received the promises of God, he strengthened his faith by giving glory to the God as the God that was able to fulfill that promise. And in, in, in giving that glory to God, God received that as the highest expression of faith, strengthened his faith, and then he was able to receive the promise of Isaac. So Abraham was able to receive strength to conceive a child, even after he was past age, by by giving glory to God, which strengthened his faith. So there is a power that comes from God by giving glory to him, even when it looks as if there is no reason to. So there is an aspect of the giving glory that actually strengthens our faith, that brings the um, ability to receive miracles and the promises of God. And that's an example we get from Abraham. So if any of us that needs to, when I need to strengthen my faith, a good way to start is to give glory to God on the very issue that I'm believing him for so that I can receive that strength and thereby the faith can then access the power of God and receive that which I actually want. In Revelations 4.11, that um wonderful scene where we see the 20 and 4 elders, the 24 elders seated before the throne of God with thrones. So, so these are people who have thrones. And when you have a throne, a throne is because you are a king and you have a kingdom. So those elders are not just there sitting there. There is an, a position of authority that they have that requires a throne. So there are leaders and kings in their own rights, which is why they have a crown, sorry, um, they, and they, are, they themselves are sitting on um, their own thrones. So it says, worthy are you our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. So this one is a one-liner to explain why God is worthy to receive our glory. Because he created all things, and he created it for his pleasure. And without him, we can do nothing. So everything that we have received, or that we're able to do, we're able to do it because we receive the ability of God. Either it is my, my brain, whether my brain Everything that I have, I, I received it in short. Everything that is short, oh Lord, without him, I can do nothing. And it's funny that even Jesus said that. Jesus said that without, without God, he can do nothing. That It's only what he hears of the Father that he says. So if Jesus could humble himself to say that, and that is really what, he wasn't just saying it to, to be, you know, politically correct. That was really what he was. He said that it's what I hear that I do. So he returned all of the glory. He said the Father is glorifying in me. In, in short, there were so many in the gospel of john when he kept saying that 
So how much more if me now shall I do something and I begin to take on the glory for myself? In fact, Matthew 5, 16, this is Jesus again telling people, say, let your lights shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Again, this glorify your Father theme. So, <clears throat> let us now see what happens to those who don't give God the glory. In Acts 12, 23, Herod, in fact, in that, um, Acts chapter 12, we first see Herod, who had been terrorizing the church and you know he had started that drama even before jesus died because he had tried several times to even come against jesus you saw he was one that killed john the baptist so he was just terrorizing anybody that he felt was bringing about a doctrine or challenging his throne directly or indirectly very very insecure um leader as we see many in the world today so he was killing people so he had killed he had persecuted the church and had actually killed james the brother of john by the sword earlier on in that verse had recorded that so apparently sometime in verse 22 21 there was a day he i mean so he was a very much a very despotic leader so of course people were afraid of him so in verse 21 there was a day he wore a royal apparel he gave a speech the speech was very grand and people were now shouting oh see this is not the voice of a man but it's a voice of god and he felt very happy and he received that grace and the bible records in verse 23 that immediately an angel of god struck him because he did not give god the glory and he was eating of worms and he died and gave up the ghost there and then instant judgment now it's funny that when god when herod killed john the baptist god did not strike him down when he killed james the brother of john he did not strike him down when he persecuted um, the church god left him but the day he stood before people and people said his voice is like the voice of a god and not of man and he too he basked in that glory and did not tell them that look i am but a man and not a god god struck him because at that point he had attacked the sovereignty of god all the other ones that he was doing he was just going he was just doing his normal unrighteous works and he would have borne the consequence of that but god did not have tolerance he's as in at that point he's that was what filled his cup to the overflowing and there are other scriptures also. Nebuchadnezzar, too, the judgment of God also came upon Nebuchadnezzar for this same reason. In fact, the person who started this whole give not the glory and lifting his heart beyond his measure was Lucifer. So at the times when you and I, anytime I have that feeling to ascribe the glory of what should come to go to God, to myself, Shola, what it means is that I am yielding to the spirit of Lucifer. And we know how that ends. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor, for you have created all things and for your pleasure they are and were created. It is a holy and a righteous thing to return the glory to God, to give him glory. John 21 verse 19, Jesus said, Now this he said, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. So Jesus glorified God not only in his life, but also in his death. It is important to the Godhead to be glorified in all that we do. So even Jesus, the Son of God, glorified God even in his life and in his death. In 1 Peter 4 11, this is Peter speaking to the church. He says whoever speaks is to do as to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Shall I, this is one is talking to you. Whosoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom belongs glory and dominion forever and ever. In all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom? And he's referring to God there. 
belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. So God is saying all that we do, whether I'm serving, whether I'm speaking, I should never ever forget to give him the glory. So to bring this to a close, I'm going to read a very, very interesting scripture, Isaiah 42 verse 8. And those of us that are Nigerian, some of us may know the song that was written, um, praise song that is written around this verse, but I'll read it. It says, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. And that is the end of it. He says, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not, I am not sharing my glory with any other man, with anybody, or yielding my praise to idols. And the song around that is this. You are the Lord, that is your name. You will never share your glory with anyone. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. So, please, Shola always remember to give him glory for everything that you are you know that without him you can do nothing it is not a cliche you know what he is in your life what he has brought you through how he enables you to show up in the way that you show up never ever give in to the temptation to the natural pride to the natural desire to receive and to retain that which does not belong to you Always remember, never forget to give him the glory. Father, help me, Lord, in Jesus' name.